Hi, everyone. This is Goddess and Gav with Jenny G. Perry, and I wanted to welcome my guest, Melissa Mackey. Welcome, sweetie. How are you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm amazing, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. So I want you to tell everybody about you because I didn't want to, you know, I don't read the, the boring intros. Not that we're all amazing, but I just like when people are more organic. So tell us about you. Sure. So I'm, I'm Melissa Mackey and, you know, I really consider myself a fire starter. I have a company called Ignite Me Now. And what we do is we really mentor and coach and help women find their voice and reinvent themselves. And it's interesting because the, the conversations and, and the events that we do, it always comes back to this same theme of the relationship that you have with yourself and this idea that we really need to put things to rest. In other words, death. We need, we need to die in order to birth the new version of ourselves to birth that new idea. And so I'm really passionate about helping women find that, that inner gem, that inner, you know, that, that longing that they have inside of them that really makes them come alive because so many women, they want to be out there in the world, sharing their message, sharing their knowledge, sharing their wisdom, but they don't even have the confidence or the courage or the tenacity to do so. And so that's where I come in. I, lo- I love lighting a fire under people's butts. Oh, I love that. Oh my goodness. And one of my ter- favorite terms is I try to help everyone, every woman discover the fire goddess within her. And um, yes, we're all at the fire. So yes, the, um, the really cool thing about reinvention is that really, it, as long as you give yourself permission, you can reinvent yourself whenever you want. And I actually gave a talk about that one time uh, about how Life forces us to reinvent ourselves so many times in our lives. So it's yeah. not just sometimes a conscious choice. It's like when we, you know, when we graduate from high school and we have to figure out what kind of life path we're going to take, when we get married, when we become a mother, when we lose a job, when we start a job, you know what I mean? Like through a divorce, through, you know, a death in the family, like we are constantly reinventing ourselves. And yeah. that's where if you're too attached to your looks, who your husband is, what he does, what you do, where you live, all that stuff can be gone in a second. Like you have oh, to know who you are at your core. Totally. Like the meat of who you are. And one thing I always like to share about my own reinvention story is I was a young mom. And so I thought that it's so funny. I wish I could show you a picture right now because you would laugh. Just picture me who normally has like the long red hair. I had this like frosted short hair. Okay. I was wearing like lands and lime green capri pants. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Like <sighs> I was trying to play this mom role because I really believed that this mom role had a look like the Disney channel mom, like the mom from the Disney channel. And she like lacked this dimension because she couldn't be too this or she couldn't be too that. So I was, you know, holding myself back, playing this role. I put on all this weight partly because I was also doing some spiritual work and like didn't know enough about like, you know, protection and all that kind of stuff. So I was definitely holding on to some energetic baggage. But so I wound up at 26, losing 50 pounds, and then it wound up being 60 pounds. And I lost my MF in mind. Because when that armor fell away, I was like, I men treated me differently. They were looking at me in such a way where it made me feel uncomfortable. 
I was yep. so used to being like looked at a certain way. And I kind of felt invisible when I was heavy in a good way because I was always afraid of judgment, which is kind of weird because as a bulimic teen, I was like afraid to be looked at as fat and here like I felt more comfortable heavy at times. And so then women also, one woman said to me, if you lose any more weight, no one's going to want to hang out with you anymore. And I was like, wow, like, because really people know you to be a certain way. When you change, the people who are afraid to change or won't change, it rattles their cage. Like, oh my goodness. So that was really, I had to reinvent myself and figure out who that was. And when all that stuff came off, I realized I didn't like myself. So I had to like really do the work. Like whenever they say like happiness is an inside job, it freaking is. Like, I will tell you, I got the thing that people think they want and you know, I'm sure women that you work with, they have the money and that is not the thing. Like people will get the thing they think is going to cause, it's going to create the happiness and it's not, it's not the answer. Couldn't agree with you more. And, and that's a problem is that everybody in their dog's name is trying to reach this status quo. And it's like a constant chase of happiness outside of ourself, you know, for all these external things, you know, the big house, that nice husband that makes a lot of money, you know, the perfect family. How many times do people go into parent teacher interviews and the teacher says, oh, you know, how, how are things at home and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, the same old answer is, oh, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, when really they're absolutely crumbling. And it's like people are just so afraid of actually speaking their truth, speaking about what is really going on in their life. And this is a key because what I find working with my clients and many of the events I put on is that when you create a space that, is safe for women to or men to open up to actually share who they truly are what they're really experiencing in life it's our story our sto- we all have a story and in this story is how all of us can relate to each other and with you removing these masks removing the armor i mean it takes a lot of courage to step into that and to actually then take the next step of sharing that with the world but guess what once you do, I bet you felt an extreme liberation, an extreme amount of freedom. And you saw how many people came up to you and said, oh my God, you know, when you shared this, I can totally relate. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what this whole, you know, idea of sisterhood is all about. We need to come together more instead of trying to, oh, look at the new makeup I have, or look at the fancy shoes. Oh my God, I cracked a nail today. Who cares about that stuff? Let's talk about depth. Let's get deep with one another instead of all this surface shit. Oh my goodness, girl. Like I cannot stand like chit chat forces shit out of me. Like the weather, I don't care. Like it's actually beautiful today out, but um, I want to talk about, like I want to be laughing about something completely inappropriate (laughs) or I want to be having a heart to heart. Like that's just as one or the other with me. Because to me, like I had friendships for, you know, years and years and years where we weren't really friends. I mean, we were, to me, I called them my colleagues, like eventually, because I realized that they were just my colleagues. And when I reinvented myself after that, so that was like age 27 to like 30, like 30 was, um, I was pregnant with my uh, middle son and I had such severe anxiety that like, I would never wish that on my worst enemy. I was like afraid to be home with my kids alone. Like when you have been to the edge of sanity, that there is nothing like that where you, you take everything, you never take anything for granted, like your sanity, you know, suffering with anxiety, that's like a whole other world. But so then I did all my studies in, you know, law of attraction. 
and Dr. Wayne Dyer because I was like, I was a very angry person. I was very judgmental towards myself and other people. And what I didn't realize is I, I feel like every, especially moms, because they always, you know, come to me, you need to have something besides your kids. And I know it's so cliche, but I'm telling you, until I found writing, I didn't even know who I was. Once I found writing, I found it through novel writing. And then after I started writing my novel, then I started blogging. And I lost a lot of friends. And we are not friends now because I'm in a way dangerous because, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that maybe sounds like silly, but I think that in some ways I think outside of the box or I'm too much for them or whatever, because I don't fit like, I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. Like if the moms think I'm this way or that way, I don't really care. It, it does not bother me at all. I love myself. And that's the most important thing. And I think that with reinventing yourself, that's one of the things that holds people back is fear of, like, say if they want to start wearing, like, you know, a new color or something, wearing red lipstick. Mm-hmm. They're literally afraid what their sister, their best friend, their colleague, their neighbor, their husband, their mother are going to say. And it's like, if they're saying something negative, what you say about others speaks volumes about yourself. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely does. And I like what you're saying because... This essentially is a problem that so many women have is that deep, deep down, there is a lack of esteem. There is a lack of Mm -hmm. self-love. There is a lack of confidence. And this is why women show up the way that they do because they're so broken inside. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier is that it boils down. Everything that we do in life boils down to that relationship you have with yourself. We can play the role so damn good, you know, show up and look ambitious and motivated and, you know, you have the looks going on and the body and then, you know, the nice house and the career and all of that stuff. But when you lay your head down at night, it's like, wow, I feel this deep sense of loneliness, unhappiness, unfulfillment. And that was me. Uh, six years ago. And I was like, you know, I was a rock star. I was partying like a rock star. I was making tons of money, you know, just like yourself. You said you had it all. Yeah, so did I. But when I was laying my head down at night, I was so, so, I just hated myself. And so Mm -hmm. many women, it's like, you know, we have these so-called enemies in our life and we can sit there and blame them for this and blame them for that. But it's like, okay, as much and as hard as it is, it's like we got to take a step back and take a deep breath. And instead of, you know, being defensive and blaming all these other people for, you know, what's occurring in our life, it's how about we turn to the eyes of compassion? Because those women or, or sometimes those men that we've been blaming, you know, for the current situation that we're in, it's not about blaming them. In fact, it's about us seeing them with compassion. And when people can move into those eyes of compassion, it's it's really a game changer because no longer do we carry those anger and resentful feelings towards other people. And I mean, women are excellent at the competitive, you know, model oh of, mm-hmm. of, you know, of doing life and business. But it's like, yeah, when we can move to these eyes of compassion, it's actually it's, it's the most beautiful gift that we can give ourselves, and we can give this other person because as much as we've been blaming them, what's really going on for them is they hate themselves. They hate themselves so much. We think that, you know, they're out to attack us and, and, you know, get under our skin, but really they're fighting a freaking deep, deep battle within themselves and they just don't know how to break free from that. And it's like... Yeah. 
it's like women like ourselves that give others the platform, the permission to say, hey, it's okay. It's okay to be sloppy. It's okay mm-hmm. that you messed up. It's okay that, you know, you failed at whatever it is that you're failing at. And guess what? It's also okay that you look like shit today mm-hmm. because we're human. Aren't, aren't we here oh, to put God. the human back into humanity? What, what, oh, like, what, totally. what, is this, what is this life all about? It's about, you know, rising to the highest level of possibility and manifestation in this life. It's totally agree. Yeah, it's God. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's about being in service to love. Mm -hmm. And how are we? How are we giving love when we're sitting there and competing and you know comparing ourselves and and not being very kind to others? It's not. It's coming from that place of just like you said. It's like fear of what others are going to think. Knows what the case is. I heard Marianne Williamson uh, talk at Emerging Women, and she said something that just sunk so deep with me. And she was talking about this idea of pregnancy. You know, women, obviously, we have the ability to become pregnant with a physical child and give life to a new being on this planet. But if we actually think about it, all of humanity, we are all impregnated at physical birth with absolute and infinite possibility. And it's so true because anything that we do in life, we have to plant a seed in order, you know, for that seed to become impregnated and then and then grow. It's like you want a new idea, you have a new idea, you have a new business, you have a new event, you have a conference, whatever it is, you have to plant that seed and give birth to it. Just like yourself, you have to give birth. I had to, I had to die. I had to die inside so that I can be on the other side of that, reinvent myself, you know, birth the new version of myself because I was living a life that was, you know, fake. It was a fraud. It was not real. And I know so many women are freaking struggling inside because they're fighting this battle. You know, they want to hang on to the old life and the old glitz and glamour but they're so afraid to step onto the other side, which is really what they want. They want this sisterhood. They want this connection. They want it. They want deep, meaningful relationships in their life, but they're so freaking scared to take that leap to, you know, have that faith to birth that new version of themselves. I think oftentimes too, it, it has to be a crisis that, that catapults them into that, like cancer or something. Totally. I wanted to go back for a second. I guess the idea of, like when I'll, when I'll see some coaches where it's like happy robots and I'm like, I came to experience it all. I came to experience every emotion. I didn't come here to be this person who is like a robot, doesn't have feelings. I, you know, can still feel vulnerable. I can still feel, you know, all of the feelings at certain times because I think we're always, you know, healing on different layers. Uh, the competitive mom thing is one of those things that I know myself, I, when I didn't feel good about myself, I was always looking at the other moms. They seemed like they were nicer than me. They were smarter. They were more organized. They were more, you know, just all that. Everything always just seemed better. And I think that like for me, one of my priorities is to look cute. Okay. It's not to always have my house immaculate. That's who I am. But then for someone else who wants to rock yoga pants every day and have her house immaculate, that's great. Like everybody needs to let everyone else off the hook and that who gives a shit what they're doing? I really do not care 
if somebody is good at this but not good at that. Because I think that that whole idea of, you know, having it all and doing it all is very heavy. And mm-hmm. it's like, we're all really just doing our best. And I would never, never judge somebody about the way they're dressed or the way their house is or whatever, because they, uh, there's a lot of people fighting inner battles for damn sure. And they don't have that safe place. Like I actually have had women come up to me at like school events or parties or whatever, pull me aside and know that I'm a safe place. And I feel so honored that they trust me with their truth. And they know because they watch me and they see that I, you know, will share as much as possible. You're always going to have a little bit of a hold back because you have a family. You, you know, like once your children become a certain age, you have to be mindful of what you're posting about them. Um, but I try to be as authentic as, as authentic as possible and allow people to have that space where it is about like whatever your struggle is. And I don't have to fix them. Sometimes I'm just holding space. And it yeah. sounds like that's really what... Um, what your event too that you I want you to talk a little bit about your event because it sounds amazing. And really this idea of sometimes you just need to be witness for somebody and just hold space. Cause you're not going to fix it right then and there because sometimes shit sucks and, <laughs> yeah. and they're going through a time period that it's not going to be fixed today, but you just hold the space for them and allow them to be in their realness, to be in whatever their pain is. Yeah. And, and you know, that's exactly it. It's uh some of the events I facilitate are, are they're, they're called red tents. And red tents, it's like a bunch of, you know, women coming together and you sit in a circle and you just share. You just share what's on your heart. A lot of times, you know, there's repeat people that come, but a lot of times there's also brand new people which are completely strangers to everybody there. And the beautiful thing to witness in these circles is that this is a safe space. You can talk about anything. Nobody has any, um, nobody is allowed to actually, you know, give advice or talk or anything. They just say, thank you for sharing. And that's it. And, you know, sometimes that's the most powerful gift that anybody can give somebody. And it's just to listen and hold the space. Mm, that is super powerful. I went to a workshop that Jen Pasteloff, I don't know if you're familiar with her, um, this yoga retreat that she did, not this past April, but the April before that. And we were, we had these prompts that we would do. And so we would do like a yoga move and then she would ask a question. And this answer to this question, I don't even know what the question was, but I'll say what the answer was. I guess it was like, what's, what is my block or what's standing in my way? Couldn't even tell you. But um, it's in a journal somewhere. And my whole thing was, this was a limiting belief I didn't even know I had in there until you get into these kind of yummy, sacred spaces, was that if I, already, if I already suck as a mom, then if my business will you know, get even bigger, then I'll suck even more as a mom. And I was like, well, that's a good way to keep yourself, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, hold yourself back. But in some place, that's how I really felt. And so it was like, wow, like, I, and I said that aloud. And when you are in a group of, you know, strangers, it was mostly women. Um, some of those women I'm still connected with on Facebook. And, and it's pretty beautiful to see one of them, one of her biggest wishes I saw come true, like one of her biggest dreams for herself, I watched, watched like come true by watching her on Facebook. And it's so cool to see that, like to see people actually like make shit happen in their life. It's so beautiful. And I do think that those connections that you make at some of these workshops and stuff, and it, it, like events like you're having, they are lifelong sisterhoods. And with yeah. the internet, you can stay connected because sometimes your soul sisters are not going to be in your town. 
Like it's great if they're in your town, but mine are all across the world. Yep. And it I is. think that's the way it's supposed to be, you know? Totally. It's, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. And it's so beautiful. The, the um, connection that we can stay engaged with, with women all around the world. I mean, you know, being a mom, life gets busy and you can't sit and chat on the phone, you know, 30 minutes or an hour a day. And so Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing of Facebook is you can just stay updated with, you know, what's going on. And when you do need to talk, you know, the, the people are there. It's, it's, it's incredible. You know what I just thought of right now is this just of this yummy energy, um, which I already felt like when we got on our first call that we were instant friends. And I love when I have that um, easy connection with somebody. It's always like, it's always like, oh, I've been looking for you my whole life. And there you are. You know what I mean? Those yummy sisterhood connections. Yeah. Um, and because I want other women to have that too, is anybody who's listening right now, okay, all the women and the men, I don't want to exclude the men. I just find that, you know, women usually gravitate towards me is I want you to send to all the women out there. I want you to send a text to one of your girlfriends right now, whenever you're listening to this and just tell her that she's doing a good job or that, you know, you never tell her, but she's really a beautiful person or just something from your heart. And just know that it might be really outside of your comfort zone. It's not outside of my comfort zone at all. Cause I'm like hard on my sleeve. You always know where you're at with me. But you know how impactful that would be to just imagine all these texts going out to different women and how it will really make their day. You never know sometimes like what that would do in that moment, like Mm -hmm. just a simple act of kindness. And sometimes, you know, you you will get it back because they'll send you an awesome text back, but that's not what your intention is. Your intention is that they might just say thank you because they don't feel comfortable being as vulnerable as you did in sharing that. Like to me, I compliment anybody. I, I don't think that that makes me vulnerable at all to say that. I think it's like a superpower actually. But wouldn't that be so yummy? Like I'm going to do that today too. I'm going to send to be a nice yummy text. I love it. I totally love it. Everybody needs a boost mm-hmm. at any time in the day. And, and that's just it. It's like kindness doesn't cost a damn thing. Mm, I know. Well, your event that you're having is in Bali. And I feel like that's everybody I know in like the personal development world is like going there. And it's like the Mecca. You have to tell me about this event. Oh, it, it's, it is. It's like it, Bali is. So she, it, it, she's considered a, a female Bali. The energy there is a very feminine energy, which creates an unbelievable vortex of transformation. So when you actually go to the island, you're either, you know, fully accepted or you're booted off the island, energetically speaking, which is Mm. quite powerful, especially if you're going there to dig deep within yourself and Mm -hmm. your soul. And so our conference is the Awakened Woman Conference. And as you know, there's, there's a shift. There's a shift happening in the world that is asking females to really stand up, to lean in, and to take their power back. And this conference is all about feminine leadership. You know, it's for women that are experiencing transition in their life right now. So whether that's in their corporate job, whether that's an employee that wants to move into becoming an entrepreneur, maybe it's somebody in a business that wants to up-level their results, or maybe it's a brand new parent trying to understand how to balance, you know, the business, the bliss, the, the baby, it's, it's for women in transition. And the reason why we're doing that is because women in transition are, they're hungry. They want, they have this deep yearning inside of them that 
they're ready, they're open. And these are the women that we want to attract at this conference because, you know, a lot of people are playing their game and, and, and they're, they're no longer students. And what we're looking for is the women that are students that are saying, okay, you know, I know there's more to life. I'm not sure which way to go. I need a bit of direction. I need some motivation. I need some inspiration. And I really need you know, a plan of action to help me get started for 2017. And so by the end of this conference, you know, women are really going to feel activated on fire and the connections, the connections alone, it's like the network is coming to Bali and yeah, it's, I'm so excited. It, it couldn't be in a more beautiful place. I mean, so many people have Bali as, you know, one of the places they want to visit on their bucket list. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yes. And that is what's the date of the event. We're going to have information um, in the link that I send out, but what is the date of the conference? It's coming right up. It is November 20th to the 27th. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to hear about it after, after this event. It sounds so amazing. If I would have known about it ahead of time, I might've been able to plan that out, but maybe next year I will, I will get my booty there because it sounds so amazing. I yes. love just to be part of those kind of things. And, the one thing that all those women will also benefit from is that by connecting with people there that you continue a, a relationship, you know, online after that is the accountability factor. Because sometimes we feel great at events, but we really need to also have the positive people in our life because some of those people that are going to go there, they might go home. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of them that, that are, that are going to go to it do have support in their lives, but some of them won't. And they go back to their to their everyday life, and they really need that continued support and all the you know yummy people. Like you know, they say that you're the um, product of the five people that you hang out with the most. And I'm always like, then I guess I'm like nine years old, I guess. But no, it's it's so true. Like the people that deserve time in our lives and that you know energetically give into our lives make huge impact on how we, how we manifest, how we create our dreams, all of that. Yep. It's, it's true. It's, it's very true. And what's going to happen at this conference is really going to create a ripple effect around the world. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day, man, we women, when we come together, there is freaking power. And especially when there's a, a, a group of like-minded women there for the same reason. And, you know, women really are the foundation of life. We have the ability to influence our children. And I mean, really, our children are the future generation. We have the ability mm. to influence, you know, um, decisions in the household, the corporations, and and the communities. And so it's like we need to empower ourselves so we can empower other people and create these leaders around the world. There's a call. There's a real call around the world for for leaders to really step up. I love that. And you know what I always think, like men who are intimidated by strong women, I'm like. If you've ever like fallen in love with a with a um, very powerful woman, you are she's going to call you out on your shit. I wrote a poem, not a poem, a, bl- a blog post about this. Um, about it was called "Love a Wild One" for the Huffington Post, and it's really about like she'll call you out on your shit, but she will love you like nobody else. Like because when she puts that light on you, it's like oh my god, like you will fall madly for her. The sex will be amazing. Like you don't want a woman who doesn't know herself. You want to be around a woman who is super powerful and might intimidate you and you might be afraid that she really doesn't need you, but she, but she does need you just like you need her. And I just think that all of those men that are afraid 
of women that really being empowered. Like there ain't nothing to be afraid of. This is actually, it benefits you. Like, oh my goodness. My husband would never, would never want me to be like, like this wallflower. Like that would just be dreadful. I am a fiery goddess. And he knows that that's, you know, that's what makes me me. That, you know, idea of, for some people, I might be too much, but it's like, be too much. Take up all the damn space that you want to. Be your big self, <laughs> yeah. right? It is. And it's like, you know, that cliche. Confidence is like the sexiest thing on the planet. Mm, completely. And I find that, like, confident women, when I wasn't confident, they really intimidated me. And I would try to find a way to figure out, like, okay, what's, what's wrong here? Like, what's the bad thing? And I don't know what, what women ever think of me, but I'm always just like, there's such a difference in like a heart-centered, confident person that they will make you feel like good, you know, better about yourself. I always love to make people feel better about themselves. That's like, to me, such a yummy thing. I, and I also, um, going back to the non-competition, in events like this where it's just like, it's a celebration of yourself and it's a celebration of others, that is what's needed. Because, yeah. you know, not just, you know, in the world, but I see it sometimes with, you know, as entrepreneurs, you and I are online entrepreneurs and it can be a very, very, very lonely world. You sitting behind your computer screen every day yeah. and, you know, promoting yourself. And I put a lot of work out there and I've done a lot of things that did not, you know, that flopped. I mean, a couple of years ago, I like wanted to host this full moon circle and somebody had rented the space for me. And when I got there, the space was not actually rented for me. And the woman like yelled at me and then only one person showed up to it. But it's like, I am a doer. I'm like, you just keep going and keep going. And you just never know when something, you know, something's going to take off. But I'll always be that person that keeps doing. Yeah, totally. So I'm so excited for your event and for all the people that are going to be there. And I'm so glad that you and I are connected. It's like, um, I feel like you can never have too many soul sisters. I find that you know, and now with you with a new baby, how old's your baby? Eight months, did you say? Eight months, yep. Yes. So your time becomes so different and you're so choosy about the way you spend your time. Oh, yes. Because you don't have as much, right? Big and what time. is her name? Oh, her name is Patience Grace. Oh, my goodness. How yummy is that? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. That is just, that is so beautiful. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, as but time yeah, goes so on, I I definitely see why I named her that. <laughs> Are you learning patience? Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, it's like it, having a baby is like, it's such a symbolic, um, such a symbolic thing because like you said, like you're a new person now, like your, your mom self is different. And when I first had my first child, I had a really hard time figuring out who I was afterwards because I was only 20 years old, so I didn't even know what, like, you know, being a grown-up was. But even, like, like sexually, like, in my body, like, what is this? Like, I don't even know who I am because my body wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. And because I gained 65 pounds because I really ate whatever was not nailed down. And, um, and I learned my lesson with that as pregnancies went on because I, I have five kids. And each one of the children has taught me something. And each pregnancy was so different. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, there's such juice. Like, we think that we're here to teach our kids, but our kids are here to teach us. Oh, yes. Big time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, all right. Well, we are wrapping up the time here. I know that you, you were able to get her down for a nap because we are like, this is what working at home mommies do is we are like, we are superheroes, right? Total <laughs> yep. superheroes trying to squeeze in some time. But so I just want, I want all of you, I want to wish all of you to have the kind of sisterhood that both her and I have and for 
the sisterhood that she's going to create at her event. And so just tell them again about the name of the event. Yes, it's called the Awakened Woman Conference. It's November 20th to the 27th. Okay. And go ahead. I was just going to say, if you want to find out more info, you can go to awconference.org. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I wanted to put a link up for people to be able to click into it. So thank you so much for coming on my show. And I definitely want to have you back because you're so much fun to talk to. Awesome. Thank you, Jenny. Okay, and everyone have a wonderful day. Don't forget to send those texts out to your soul sisters because they for sure need it and you'll feel good for sending it. Okay. All right. Take care. See you in the next episode.